out of Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's your host, Sheila Dean. Hi, this is Sheila Dean with That AI Show and the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. We are running a July promotion to get as many Substack followers as humanly possible to subscribe at SheilaMDean.Substack.com. Please go to the website and hit subscribe uh, for a goal of 500 subscriptions. So far, so good. So that's Liberty in Many Directions, SheilaMDean.Substack.com. So what do you get? What's in it for you? You get podcast content aired specifically on Colin.com from That AI Show, a Saturday show on AI subject matter with conversation, and the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast archives, as well as specific writings from yours truly. So go ahead. Uh... Get on board and promote. If you like the stuff that you're hearing and perceiving and reading, go ahead and try to get at least three to five friends or a hundred friends if you want to uh, buy in and subscribe. This is the month to do it. Time is ticking. Let's go. All right. So that's it for that promo. I just wanted to let you guys know that I am officially locked out of Twitter. Locked out of Twitter! Locked out! Can't get in! So, that is what's going on. Uh, and it's both accounts. It's not just one like, oh, I don't like you and your accounts. They're like, they figured me out. They figured out that I had two accounts and I'm the same woman. Same woman at both accounts. So, I cannot cloak myself for very long. Not, not as crafty as I thought I was. So, um, the algorithm is getting people. So what is going on with Twitter right now? Twitter is lashing out. I'm not sure that it's a very well calculated outlash, but I will tell you that um, I'm reading this Bloomberg Privacy and Data Security Law brief here. Um, Twitter FTC battle puts advertisers on alert about the privacy. Plus there's some some, uh, static between Elon Musk and the Twitter money control money control money control so um, let's just go to that first so he's not going to pay for spam and bots and empty profiles on Twitter that don't that aren't real profiles and I wouldn't either but now that he's going to court his meme has become real um, what can I say I'm, it's it's all going to come out in discovery. They're going to sue him. They're going to know about him. But he is also able to inquire and get the information that they were not going to willingly put forth. And all that muckety buck is going to get dragged out into civil, which means that it's going to be a news diaspora. It's going to be a melee of things that you can use for news and people will be able to look at it because it's going to be public documentation. Oh my god, that's going to be a free-for-all. It's going to be like a shower of information about Twitter. So let's go to this this, uh, Bloomberg alert. So consumer recourse for violating the privacy of personal data depends on various state laws. Selendy Gay Ellsberg, PLLC attorneys examine whether companies can face private suits 
from consumers or for deceptive practices in light of the recent Twitter FTC battle involving allegations that Twitter deceived consumers about what it would do with their phone numbers and email addresses. Oh my! That would be complicated. So when companies acquire consumers' personal data, they also acquire legal obligations to disclose to those consumers about how the data shall be used. As illustrated by a recent complaint against Twitter, brought pursuant to the Federal Trade Commission FTCA, as well as a related civil litigation, companies may face repercussions for misrepresenting how they use consumer data. And that's a liability in M&A. So we shave the carrot at you, Twitter. Mm. Federal agencies have shown willingness to pursue companies that misuse consumer information, but consumers still face substantial obstacles to bringing private lawsuits to vindicate privacy interests. In May, the United States Department of Justice, the DOJ, brought an action against Twitter for the company's purported misrepresentations concerning its use of consumer data. According to the DOJ, Twitter represented to users that it sought their phone numbers and email addresses solely to secure their accounts, but then used that information for targeted advertising by matching Twitter's list of user data to advertisers' existing lists. DOJ alleged that Twitter's recent conduct violates both the FTCA and a 2011 commission order in which the FTC specifically prohibited Twitter from making misrepresentations regarding the security of non-public consumer information. Mm -mm. Twitter ultimately settled with the DOJ, agreeing to pay $150 million in fine, wrist slap, to inform users of the alleged misappropriation and implement and report new systems to ensure it protects consumers' information. You know, selling is not protecting. So FTCA grants federal agencies broad investigative and enforcement powers, but it does not provide a private right of action to a wronged consumer. Okay. So we can talk a little bit about that. Nor is there a clear path to relief under federal or state law for a consumer whose personal data ends up in the hands of an advertiser without their knowledge. So, however, the efficacy of existing state laws in these circumstances is currently being tested. Twitter is facing a class action lawsuit in California for the alleged deceptive practices flagged by the DOJ. So, the class action against Twitter remains in its infancy. The article explores possible avenues for redress under New York and California state law, as well as hurdles that plaintiffs may face in bringing such suits. Okay, I'm not going to read like the totality of it. Okay, and I just wanted to touch more on this this money control, money control, money control. So this is from MSN. See here. While Twitter hired a top law firm to take legal action against Elon Musk on his decision, which terminates $44 billion in a takeover deal, the tech billionaire is dealing with the threat, his signature way with memes. He's memeing it out. So most popular among them being one with which features the Tesla, Tesla and SpaceX CEO himself. So let's see here. I'm going to push this up. Let's just have a gander. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here. Oh, yeah, it's the one that says they said I couldn't buy Twitter. 
Then they wouldn't disclose the bot info. Now they want to force me to buy Twitter in court. Now they have to disclose the bot info in court. Oh, that's the same one. Oh, oh, that's the same one. So, um, <clears throat> does anybody want to call in and talk about what is going on with Twitter? So, I, I'm also kind of reverse engineering, if you will, you know, what could have been happening, because I'm kind of a little bit of a spitfire on my little three-person follower account. So, I, I, as a social hack, I just kind of keep a deliberately low follower account so that I can I can mine for information on Twitter. Now, so far, it hasn't ever gotten me in trouble. Um, so I can say, I can literally say whatever I want and fly under the radar, but I took pot shots directly at China. And um, so for that, I, I didn't, I have been able to do this for years and never have nearly no problems. Nearly, nearly no problems. Okay, so I retweeted uh, an alert about Julian Assange, which you know I do regularly because I'm a WikiLeaks, you know, proponent, supporter, whatever you want to call it. So yesterday was the anniversary. He's, you know, he's still facing a 175-year sentence, which is appalling for 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 journalism if he's extradited. In which he is being extradited um, for revealing war crimes. And so I tweeted to Glenn Greenwald and to Jeremy Scahill, and then I also CC'd Tucker Carlson. And then Tucker Carlson corresponded, you know, to the world about the crimes of the Biden administration, which are insidiously corrupt because Hunter had some information that got out there. And uh, and and it got 4chan, which means whoa, it got 4chan. It will live on the internet. He's right. It's gonna live on in infamy forever. So I became really interested in this, and um, you know, I reached out to you know enterprising journalists that are out there to see if maybe I could help out, kind of segment the data, you know, kind of get my hands on some of this. You know, I'm not in it for the dick pics. I'm not, I'm not in it for the dick pics. I want to see what is going on with the public interest slice of, you know, does Hunter Biden really sell influence? And if he's selling it to China, don't you think that's a huge deal? Um, I, I do. And so far, the U.S. State Department has been running or transiting WHO policy, which is actually just laundered Chinese policy, uh, to to censor United States citizens for saying, you know, things about the vaccine that they don't want said, and so censorship, state-born censorship using the the tech companies has become quite a thing. Now I don't know why tech companies suddenly became so complicit. This has been kind of like this slow meandering transition. They became totally establishmentarian if you will, after, say, Obama got in office. So to, 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 uh, to make him happy, to appease Obama and make him happy, uh, they, they gave all the data. And, um, you know, but they also played it like, oh, we're being forced, but really we're selling it, but oh, we're being forced, but we're really selling it, you know, so it's like, okay... 
it's like, you know, okay. I'm going to make a, a really kind of crass like likelihood kind of simile. Okay, if you engaged in prostitution as an, as a commercial field, a lot of times you aren't necessarily you're kind of like pushed into that, you're coerced into, into that. Like you, you do get money for what you do, but then somebody takes that money from you. So I feel like that was the data arrangement between the federal government and these tech companies. Uh, you know, they're like they got pushed into forking over all this this you know private data through Prism and these other programs that, that kind of pushed them down and took it anyway. I remember when Google and their servers, uh, one October, surprise, they got their servers invaded. They just unhooked them somewhere, I think, in the Arctic, as I recall, uh, and they just siphoned, literally siphoned all of the data out. And I'm like, that is the most hostile, aggressive thing that I've ever seen happen to an American company ever. So those are the kinds of things that were happening during the Obama administration uh, at to, to which we've never really kind of recovered from in terms of information security. I mean, it's gotten lower in key and then there, there were some laws passed that put, you know, barriers. You know, there's, there's administrative hurdles to, to getting the information, but if there was a brute force attempt by our government to get us, um, I think they still could. There's no... Snowden is still where he's living in Russia because the actions in and by and for the federal government hasn't been self-prohibitive enough, in my opinion, because they take these foreign-aimed agencies and then turn them inward at the American people. This has not changed, okay? So the State Department, again, is an externalized agency that's aiming outward. You know, it's supposed to represent the interests of the American people, but what they do is they are now radiating global policy inward, which is a perversion of their agency's purpose, okay? And it's very similar to what the CIA will do from time to time. To which, you know, hence why? Why would the American people have any contempt for the CIA if they were just doing their jobs, right? But they're not. They're not just doing their jobs. You know, when when you touch the American people with your with your nasty sociopathic policies, then, you know, there's going to be blowback. Because that's really what you should not be doing. It's kind of like incest. You don't sleep with your own family members. You know, and, and that's that brings me back to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is, is in this weird, you know, commercially incestuous. I, I'm not, I, I can't confirm what's going on with the whole family situation. I can't confirm that. But we do know that there is an incestuous type uh, commercial arrangement where, you know, he's reached for his uncle and he's reached for his dad and there has been, you know, laundered influence with China. And we've known about that for a while. And we have known about that for a while, but it's been kind of married to more facts and more data more recently. And so I think that there's a really aggressive attempt to kind of put Joe Biden in this place where, you know, he is a corrupt politician. He is a soft-boiled egg as well. That's a bad combination. So why now? Why would Twitter 
now all of a sudden get sensitive and touchy about you know some of the the, the things that I tweet to enough to lock me out so there was you know retweeting Twitter Carlson's monologues from Monday and Friday which were basically that it was it was the hunter hunter Biden cache of 4chan disgrace associated with China I also asked Myra Flores um, border advocate of Texas to please sanction the CCP for their money laundering uh, practices you know and, and, and since it's too long and I can't expect you know Miss Flores to, to listen to my entire 17 days of diatribe you know I did find another article another source and provided her with, with proof corroborating reports that the CCP triads parked in Vancouver, Canada um, have been dutifully laundering for, for little little fee uh, and, then, and then basically turning over the real estate market so that it makes things too high makes real estate prices too high and then creates an economic situation that that literally offsets or kind of kind of imbalances the real estate market it's happened in in Canada and it's happened all over the west coast where this model has has touched it so they get a bunch of money okay so they get it from drugs and cash laundering through casinos and then they put it in real estate they buy expensive real estate and it can sit there empty they can flip it and make more money, but all that money goes back to China's one way or another. And it turns out that the PLA, which is the uh, the People's Liberation Army, their army involved, um, their diplomatic uh, consulates involved. So it's it's really adversarial to Western interests. Okay. Uh, putting chemicals into fentanyl CCP chemicals fentanyl in through Mexico involved you know AMLO's doing zero to get them to stop he won't like the, he won't even like you know put on his Pinocchio hat and lie to us about it he just lets it happen so please stop sending the, the you know, not even trying. Not even trying. Stop sending the, the, the chemicals to Mexico. Not even, not even trying. So this happens. I send her. I said, listen, you can sanction. You can sanction any any narco cartel you want. The MPMG. You can sanction the CCP triads. You can sanction all of them if you want. Did you know that you have the power to file a criminal complaint? as a US representative in, in Congress you can do that and uh, so that's one of the things I did on my Twitter account again four people follow me and so that could have been it but that's not something I knew I've done that before I retweeted Julian Assange's video about the uh, the massacre of the Iraqi journalists and civilians which is bad news um, what else did I do and retweeted Tucker Carlson's, you know, lambasting of, of Hunter Biden doing corrupt things with corrupt people. And uh, 
Maybe that's all I had to do. And Twitter's like, I've had enough of you, you little, you little mite. Does anybody want to talk to me about this? You know, offer some ideas about what could be happening either with Twitter or, you know, just, just little upstarts, little flea upstarts like myself biting the ankles of the big man. Um, Joshua, Miranda, Wanderer, anybody? So, I'm, I'm speculating here. Because <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I will take your call, Joshua. Um, I think you've jumped to anarchism. Uh, <laughs> I'm just posting news, man. Yeah, that's what does it. I mean, free speech is now anarchism. Uh, you're not supposed to do that. Uh, you're not supposed to bring up stuff that makes sense. Like, we're essentially playing out the Ozark script, maybe? Have you seen the Ozarks on Netflix? Like, watch that. No, I mean, no, I haven't. Play. But I, I'm now I'm intrigued. I really am. <clears throat> well, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's, no mu- it's not much different than the playbook of the CIA that they've been running, I don't know, forever. So it's a very old script. Um, explain, explain us. Explain no, it. I'm not going to explain all of Ozarks. Like, there's too many seasons, but essentially, it's getting at the fact that we are uh, euthanizing our population with opioids, and we did it, and now we're kind of hooked on it. And I mean, I mean, you did see what we did in the 1980s, right? How we no, I was got around. I mean, I wasn't. Arms. I was a kid. Oh, the Iran Contra. Yeah, I, I, yes. at some point I had an involuntarily, involuntary front seat to some of that. Okay, Chief's baby girl says I do want to talk, but I am at work, so we hear you. We hear you, Miranda. Go ahead, Josh. Chief's baby girl. Are that I don't. Is that a call sign? Um, no, that is uh, that's what she said in the comments section. She says, "I do want to talk, but okay. I am at work." And yes, you are an anarchist. LOL. There was a thread I read about how ex FBI and CIA have taken over moderating Twitter and Facebook or something. I bookmarked it and try to send, and I will try to send it when I get home. Period. I would okay, also say that anonymous and uh, anonymous and 4chan are compromised too. So I mean, in regards to prop- oh, propaganda, yeah, now, I mean, they used to be like any channel that is not completely infiltrated. Uh, and so the well, there was the dirty, stuff, dirty eight chan. Any... Do you remember eight chan? I, you know, I never went that deep. I mean, I'm dark as fuck, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I have boundaries. <laughs> Uh, there are limits to, to, to the insanity. Four chan's bad. I mean, a total toilet. I mean, I couldn't. Do, yeah, I mean, I, I could do I maybe my... one chan, which is like baby chan. <laughs> I don't know that I've I can't done handle four chan. Um, right, I, I have not gone down the dark webs. Uh, I, you know, once that uh, Alaska senator's plane crashed, I really got scared, uh, Mr. Stevens. Uh, that was tragic. I, uh, I cried for no seconds. Um, but anyway, sorry, that was dark. Um, that's what you can you can say on 4chan without getting censored, uh, because you can still have some level of humor and mock the puppets of the oligarchy because we live in a free country. 
But mm. now, with FISA court and everything else, they're like, is this a potential domestic terrorist? But I'm like, have you caught one of those yet? I mean, <laughs> so oh, my God. Your, your, your efforts are pretty pathetic at this point. But I really okay, do you saw the Uvalde video. The- can, can, we, can we talk about the Uvalde video for like a, like I, a second? Yeah, one they, second. They, they, have all new, have, they, yeah, like, they all have Punisher screensavers. I, it's very common. All right, great. Oh, Who are they punishing? the Punisher screens. Okay, just just yeah. mute your mic a little bit, and I'll, I'll just I'll just no. uh, you know. Okay. Just, just just a minute. I need I need a, I need a minute for Uvalde. Uvalde's uh, kind of the update is that cops were present when children were being killed. They had riot gear, Kevlar vests. They were armed uh, and chose to sanitize their paws instead of. Um, going in to take out this 18, you know, negligible, like, 18-year-old child man um, while he was killing young children and teachers. And that is the saddest thing ever. And when I got up yesterday morning, I, I, I'm almost done with my minute, Josh. Uh, I, I looked at um, the local affiliates for the news, and I saw... I saw that they were going to release this. I just kind of held my breath a little bit like, okay, here we go. Um, they did say that they were going to, to wait for the people of Uvalde to to see it first. And I think that that was just kind of like a 20-second a speed bump before KVU and the Austin Statesman kind of blew it out to the rest of the world. They want everybody to know what happened. So... Um, that is an accountability action, and I, I appreciate the local press for, for doing their job, uh, not covering for people in, who failed in government. That is, their, that is their post. That is what they're supposed to do when government fails and is lying. You tell the people so that the people can produce a, an accountability for those people change the government towards their own desires because we're supposed to be the ones, ultimately the public is supposed to be the ones in charge. So it's an accountability action of the press. Uh, exhuming corrupt actions is is the primary function of the fourth estate and um, I hope it shall be revived. Go ahead, Josh. You can oh, that was a That was a good lead-in except for what may happen now. So I, I did repost the New York Times article today where Biden's on the ground in, uh, in Israel right now, begging for oil. Habibi! Um, <laughs> Habibi! Get me oil! Get me oil, Habibi! <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry, but I'm tired. Like, every, like, Bush Jr., let me, oh, let's do a war because I tank the economy. Let's do a war because I take the economy every five to eight to ten years. We're taking the economy for poor people. You know, I mean, they're, they're also attacking all the farmers right now. Who is doing this? Like, who is, is organizing this in the, like, evil panopticon, like, triangle head, like, eye oracle Illuminati over at the finance is like who is doing this? I mean, it helps no one who's, because who's red? It who's red pilling now? You're going lizard people. I'm not going to go full lizard people, but I can tell you this: is that 
when there was a 1970s, and there was because I was there. Um, there was a lot there... of drugs. <laughs> okay, but there were, and this was before the 1980s and before IRA and Contra and all the all the Reagan scandals. But I can tell you that people put a premium on scaling transitions for for all types of environmental movements. It was structured differently. It's like people don't know how to run green governance anymore. It's like the idea of green governance is to break shit and then fix it later. Okay, which is a technocratic approach that isn't working in tech anyway. I mean, you can fix it in code. That's easy to do, but energy systems, farming and core like legacy landscape doesn't function you, the same way as code. No shit. You mean Okay, you mean so you have to transition. You have to like you can't just jump from, you know, even here in, in the United States when people self-regulate, okay? If if we're going to go anarchists, let's just say okay, we're going to self-regulate. They move for years in organic farming from from conventional farming where they use pesticides and chemical fert to 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 fully organic crop, okay? But it takes seven to ten years for that transition. They gave these people in Sri Lanka no years. They yanked their fertilizer and now they starve, okay? This is ESG. They don't have a plan. And the thing is, is the financial people know how to qualify loans and qualify people by sending in these minder regulator um, auditor people. Okay, when I do they actuaries, do? they do, they do, they do. Okay, they do. Okay, well, they, they're they failing come in miserably, and, repeatedly. Uh, they they have engineered policies that are meant to create famine you mean and coos? kill people. <laughs> you mean coos? It's so sad, man. It's it, it, that's I, I'm equating it with that. Like, I, what else could it be? I mean, who well, who? It's agile development. Okay, explain. Disaster capitalism at its best, planned technological obsolescence on a finite planet, overpopulation, uh, famine, genocide, except for mass is just famine. And, or, I mean, these wars aren't fought for us. Like, how am I going to benefit from any of these wars that they're fighting for us around the world? And I'm not like, completely selfish. Like, yeah, we need to have a plan globally, but I don't know how war is uh, environmental policy. I love how Biden flew all of his staff over to Israel. That could have been done over fucking Zoom. Like, they have all our info. Just fucking do it over Zoom. <laughs> Maybe the hummus is better in person. What? The hummer? The what? The hummus. <laughs> oh, yeah, well. Maybe the hummus is better in person. I don't I'm know. I'm sure it man. is. I'm sure it is. But you know what? I would say that there's going to be lots of arguments over there. And we're not going to be in the catbird seat because we're delusional. But we continue to put puppets in charge of things that are way past their prime and pretend we're not. He is a kleptocrat, dude. That's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's my assessment. That's my editorial assessment. He is a kleptocrat. He is there to self-enrich. Ukraine is nothing but a self-enrichment scheme. 
his his pandering to 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 China. Where also you see all the donations? Don't you like how they're selling arms to them and calling them donations? Like we donated three drones. Turkey donated three drones based on a crowdfunding thing. Like it was like a. I'm like, you're donating things that kill people. Like that's not how like philanthropy typically works. Like no, but, no, that that's it, arms dealing. It's, it's it's laundered arms dealing, and they're calling it something else. There is an ethics commission in the United States. Where is the fire, man? I mean, I know that there's some outrage, but it is being, it is being. Okay, it's been funneled into the web where it's a controlled it's a controlled atmosphere. It's become that. We've been funneled okay. to call in. Um, okay, I've been funneled, funneled to call in where I tell on myself, which is okay because I choose that. And I, I accept the fact that I choose that. Uh, but uh, I want to at least say out loud that they will misinterpret people emptying into the streets angry as, you know, some sort of race or transphobic blah, blah, blah. And they are going to actively ignore. They'll have cameras on scene and, not, and ignore active protests against corruption. I know they'll do it because they've done it for other things and similar things. Back in 2010, I watched it. I watched night walks with with protests where they had cameras and they just you know these reporters just sat in the van and and listened to the uh you know the newsroom advisories like don't film that don't film that be there don't film that unless there's something that that is going to scope towards their editorial agenda and see the news is not supposed to have agendas they're supposed to tell you what's going on so then these other outcropping of independent journalists became really important, you know, and then Twitter became independent journalism because people had things like like a TikTok, like a Twitter and and like you know, Instagram where they were showing things that were happening in real time. That's when tw- Twitter was actually functioning as a fourth estate as well, but it's been taken over and corrupted as well. So it's super important to me to circle back to Elon Musk because when he buys it, I would like to see something different. I would like for the CIA to finally get kicked out of the newsroom. Well, that's exactly why he's not going to buy yeah. it because he'll lose all his defense business. <laughs> why would he... <laughs> why would he lose his most profitable business to buy Twitter? Why do you think he's fucking backing out? I don't, I don't think he is backing out. I, I think he's doing the classic, like, deal-making walk-away. And so they're, he's, he's, uh, he's pulling them into court because they're nonconformant with their own policies. Okay, I just read to you. Uh, he's, okay, so he's delaying the purchase then, but he still is. If you don't think he's a puppet, then I am very, very sorry. I think he's a savvy, savvy businessman who far exceeds uh, uh, my, my personal uh, functionality. Like, he's a very high-functioning individual. He can do things I will never do in my life, dude. So I, I'm not going to oh, say... That, you know, I mean, he that is, is that. a he lot is of that. self-hatred. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying that he will do things... I am not going to send people into space, dude. 
That's not me. That's not my mission in life. But he's going to yeah, do things. Yeah, NASA has already been doing that for years until we privatized that too. And where's it gotten us? It's gotten us a lot more arms races. We're just racing to what? An end? An early end for the species and for the planet? I mean, you got to quit sipping sure for fucking billionaires. I'm not sure I can make those conclusions. I, I'm not. I'm not sure. But you know what? I'm. I'm. I would say at this point. Placing Twitter in private hands rather than laundered government hands that are that are tacitly controlled by 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 a cabal of global interests that are not you, and they are not me, and they are not the citizens of the United States at large. Okay, they do not listen to us. Okay, I want the State Department to stop. Okay, so I have called consulates outside of this country to get them to listen to me. Because they won't listen to my congressman, and they won't listen to to. But if I go to a consulate that is a U.S. consulate, that forces them to listen. And um, so I urge anyone, anyone who's like, okay, I will call the U.S. Mexican consulate about what's going on with the narcos if I really want to get at it. Okay, when I was living in Washington State, I called all of the consulates that I could. That How that work out for Anon Kishobi? You went robo. What happened? What was the question? You went robotic, Josh. Ah! Anon Kishobi. Was that it? Oh. I, I don't know, man. He's in the Middle East. Middle East is running on a different thing. I hope you know. We're not We're not there. We're not on, on we're not in the Middle East. We're basically what happened to it didn't just happen to Khashoggi, okay? He was working for people in the Saudi Saudi royals, okay? And the unfortunate men who were who were enlisted to to maybe murder Khashoggi, well, they were also expensed and dispatched as well. They were punished in in show trials uh, where their lives were were upended. Maybe they were they were hung or killed or jailed. And uh, their their wives and families were were you know disbanded because the the Saudis decided to hold themselves you know kabuki accountable like only on on the face on the face only okay that's how they do over there so we're not there we are not the Middle East <laughs> we're not we're just not we are the West. And that is that is we we got our own stuff going on, but we're not we're not the Middle East. <laughs> we don't roll oh. like that. So we, we do. We, we, we uh. Okay, well, we got we Julian Assange. For? We were ba- bagging. I got I mean, I'm not sure if my mic is cutting out or what, but uh, I'll let other people call in. I think we've went off for today. Um, good luck on getting back on Twitter. Okay. All right. So that's Josh. He, he's pretty awesome. He always calls in. Um, I'm sorry to dis- disappoint you, Josh. I'm I'm not like the the good good anarchist. I I guess I'm supposed to be. I always disappoint you guys when I when I say use the pu- use the government we're forced to pay for, and they're like, no, don't use it. Crash the system. It's all hellacious. Don't do any of it. It's like, well. You, we paid for it, maybe make it work, and they're like, no! And it's like, well, you know, I'm not there. I'm just not there, man. You know? 
But I, I'm sure that, that I, I've made a case for press accountability, the fourth estate, to get off their doof and go out there and do stuff. And um, so it's good. It's good anti-venom to, to tell the truth on a regular basis. So I advocate for it strongly. Um, and I hope that, that Elon Musk will be faithful to his original commission and, you know, see the, those pendejos in court and get them. I mean, get them. Get, get the information. Don't pay for spam bots. Get Twitter and get us out of this damn censorship castle. You're going down, big tech. You're going down in flames. So, um, thank you, thank you, Colin. Thank you, Charlie Weiser, for, for being with us. He never, he never calls and talks, but. <laughs> um, but I, I have a lot of fun on, on, uh, Colin. Hey, there's Nivek. Nivek, do you want to jump up here? I'll make you a speaker. That's, that's our, our Pangburn buddy. See if he accepts. There he goes. Hey, Nivek. Oh, hello. I'm so glad you came by. Oh, uh, thanks. Um, I, what's going on? So, do you want to take a minute to promote the Pangburn Hangout? I come by there and speak occasionally. I did last night when they were talking about really interesting topic, uh, narcissism. It's a really interesting, you know, topic. Go ahead. Yeah, um, you could come to the Pangburn universe uh, at um, hang at the Pangburn hangout, hangout, and uh, you can go on Discord, uh, where uh, there's a pang where you go and talk about philosophy and um, be skeptic and just hang out there as well. Cool, very cool. So, uh, so what time is it where you are, Nivek? It's uh, it's one forty-two uh, p.m. Are you on the East Coast? Yeah. Well, thanks, thanks for coming by. Do you have anything to offer about why I might be locked out of Twitter at this moment, or anything regarding Twitter as a as a current events moment? Uh, no, I, I wasn't even aware of that. I just clicked on <laughs> the Twitter hangout. Uh, I, I, sorry, sorry to hear that. Yeah, I'm locked out right now. I don't know why, because I have, like, I deliberately keep my follower count low so I can say whatever I want, which has been a, a good operating strategy of, up until this point. But because I, I viscerally attack China, probably consecutively, um, it might it might have penetrated their their softwares, so they they might be they might be mad at me right now. So so China Twitter, and the State Department China Twitter, probably mad. That's that's a guess. I don't know, but if Elon Musk buys Twitter successfully, then it won't be China Twitter anymore. And I'm hoping if if. Maybe his his emissaries or people who work for him ever listen to this broadcast. Maybe people in the David Sachs network, Charlie Weiser. 
um, say something to to him. It's that if he gets Twitter kick out, boot out all of the CIA people and all the all the government people out of the newsroom. Just get them get them gone because we need one unfiltered agency by foreign special interest in <laughs> intelligence operations. You were so, on Hangburn the other day, and um, it was yeah, it was narcissism. What what I, I didn't I. Refresh me on your view. I don't mean to. Like, oh, uh, it's just that that uh, I was trying to get a, an answer to my question. Okay, in in the profession of where you work, sometimes you work with people who have mental illnesses. <laughs> sometimes they're your coworkers, and sometimes they're your boss, and sometimes they're the people running the company. So if you uh, work for one of these people it's gonna and this is where you get your income this is what you're doing for a living it's gonna be really hard for you to just pluck up and leave your job because you work hard to get that job you know you're there to work and earn and develop your career so if you're in oh, the yeah. if you're in the path I didn't get the ch- chance to say that because Travis was too too busy airboxing me he's like eh, 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 you can't say that so um I understand but, where you're coming from. <laughs> right, you can't just leave. Sometimes, you cannot just you, leave. Sometimes when you come on, come on some people's show, they they try to they try to monitor how things are to go. Okay, and I understand. You can't really go where you want. Anyways, well, that was that was a real you know. And it's okay. That's how, that's how it goes. I mean, I, I do that a little bit on my show. I try I try to be even. Uh, but I don't always, you know, draw the conclusions they want me to draw, and that's that's how it is. You go over my house, I get to draw the rules. Yeah, so. and um, I, and 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 I was kind of curious about how do you deal with one, and I think the response was, well, you can't really diagnose people. You should ever do that. Right and, and oh yeah, I think you're saying well, well, how, how the heck do you deal with the situation if you can't address get away it? from it? Because because uh, who was it, Stephen or the who was the the expert um, talker last night? He Thomas. was he's a, Travis Thomas, I think Thomas Thomas. Okay, so it was Thomas, and I asked Thomas. He's like, get away from them, like. If you work with somebody, you can't get away from them. You're stuck with them in an office, and sometimes you're beholden to tasks with them, so you can't get away from them. Yeah, I understand. You 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 want to know how to navigate jerks and um, how to deal with it, how to cope with it as a person, and how to address a person that's um, being a jerk. You well, I mean, not not just being a willful jerk or just just kind of being selfish. I'm talking like they, they're psychotic. Yeah, it's not easy. I, I I think sometimes folks don't really kind of have an idea themselves, and asking that question is not really one there. They don't really, you know, for, for them to have an idea how to address. But I think that's where you're more open up to the room 
and just see what others have to say. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Oh crap! Someone's not. Okay. Okay, Nivek. If you gotta get that, you you. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No problem. Um, I'm just I'm just happy you stopped by. I'm a big fan of the Pangburn Pangburn hang, Hangout. My um, my my view with the yeah my view with that was just that uh you have an I you you should uh be able to know how to just deal with the deal with the stress of a person attacking you and know yourself who you are. Mm-hmm introspect so it's harder for a person to tear you down because there's nothing about them that you don't know better than yourself so they can't tell you necessarily who you are mm-hmm. and a lot of times like a, a person they're a narcissistic asshole a lot of times they're not grounded in reality and you being more grounded in reality knowing what's going on having an understanding of the environment around you better than they do. You're not going to care what they think because they're not grounded in understanding that as well. So they're not grounding in understanding reality. And then they're not grounded in understanding you. So you can tell yeah. them about their P's and Q's, you know? I, I think um, I'll just give you the strategy that I'm kind of operating in right now. Cool. Okay. Uh, in this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People you never want to outwardly humiliate someone um, that you will need later okay and this is different from like exposing an act of corruption because that is that is something that, that absolutely needs to be aired as public knowledge as soon as possible so that people can make their own decisions um, that is like an emergency triage situation. You never want to hide deliberately corrupt or bad acts from the public, okay? This is different from like, okay, I caught you in bed with your mistress and I'm sorry I know about that. Uh, do I use this as blackmail or do I hold you personally accountable? Well, you take those matters in behind, say, closed doors and, you know, you don't want to dwell long on it. Is it your role kind of to, to check the person who's, you know, in the middle of their bad act, so to speak, okay? With somebody who's clearly psychotic, that's different, okay? Somebody who who knows that they're in the middle of a bad act and have, has a conscience about it is one thing. But you're, if you're dealing with a narcissist, you're dealing with somebody who feels that they are entitled to do, do whatever the acts that they want and that whatever acts that they do are, are God, okay? That's different. And that is that is uh, that's histrionic hubris at a whole another level. That's, that's no, yeah, that is another level. Yeah, that is narcissism. Okay, that, that's a narcissist. It's more sophisticated if you don't have to engage in a retaliatory attack back, and you can just manage the situation where it's not uh, you don't have to go through collateral damage. You could like uh, you could diffuse. And and try to turn right, turn a person around in a way where you know what I mean. You're not mortal enemies. You're kind of like uh, you're just more managing the situation. Yeah. Like, okay, you know I'm gonna hang out. Let's hang out and hit the gym and stuff like that. Probably things that they're insecure mm-hmm. about. You can say, hey, you know, let's do this. 
like because you because you know you you're not healthy, let's like hang out and exercise and stuff. You're just trying to you try you try to take char- take take charge of the potential negative uh, altercation and manage it in a way where it could potentially be positive, and you're not you're not in, 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 you're not you're not receiving damage, and you're not inflicting damage on the person. That's more sophist- That's more that's more sophisticated. You know what I mean? Than just knowing and just ducking in the front uh, uh, and and trying to stay away from this this dude or bitch. Yeah, they they can't necessarily. When you're in a work situation, you're you're beholden to tasks, and so you don't ever want to. You know, there there are bridges that you can burn, um, but you you don't you can't burn the bridge on yourself. So if you need to get over to other people and they're they're the troll at the end of that bridge, you got to deal with them every day. So he said, "Bully, bully, bully. How do you handle bullies? Bullies difficult." you know, are difficult people when they grow up and they're out there, but um, there are different types of bullies, and the narcissistic bully is someone that I find that is, is easier for me, for me to manage because sometimes just getting through the interaction is, is all they need because they're, they're some in, – in circumstance, they are insincere people. It, it takes a while to know what their, their actual priorities are, like – Sometimes they're doing things to just get your attention, and so sometimes you know they, they will they will bait you, they will say things to you, they will insult you, they will they will they will compliment your clothing, and um, they'll they'll do you know deliberate flattering acts to try to get your attention. They'll dangle uh, shiny objects in front of you and say, "Look what I've got! See what I am! You know, this is me! This is me! You know." Um, so you know, they, they, yeah, they, they're they're just wanting they they want you to to cascade any kind of attention, negative, positive, whatever. You know, they just want, they want a cascade of attention. So, um, but they they feel entitled to your attention. But unfortunately, in a work setting, you have other obligations. So you have an excuse in most cases to say, "Listen, I see what you got there, whatever it is," and. Uh, but I, I gotta be somewhere. I gotta do this thing. You know, let's check in later. I'll be around. We'll see you later. La la la. So, um, well, it sounds like you're bullshitting the bullshitter. Yeah, I mean, because they are bullshitting you. So, I mean, counter bullshitting is not. It's not out, no, off. Yeah, it's not it. off the table. You know, you can you can use it. They're gonna bullshit you. All right. That's, that's that's what I say. I don't I don't believe you should reward negativity with positivity. If somebody does it wrong, you shouldn't reward it with it because you're enabling it. So you're giving if you're giving truth to a bullshitter, I mean that's if you, you, you're just giving them what they want while they're exchanging you garbage. You throw a chew toy you at them. Yeah. yeah, you know because they just they just want something to 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 gnaw on, right? Yeah, they just they want something from you, okay? Because you're not really important. Your role is to validate them in all things, because they're busy in self worship. I don't see it as you giving something to them. I see you're just returning back the box of crap that they gave to you. So uh, I don't really see it in a way where oh, you know, you shouldn't lie to that person. No, I'm just returning their lie. I'm returning their their their. Well, I mean, you don't have to be false necessarily. You just have to. You just don't have to give them any, any anything integral from from yourself. You don't don't 
don't uh, don't trouble yourself to give them something that that is integral that you need for yourself. Um, you know, you you can put up kind of a. a I understand. A, a, right. It's like if right? you meet a person for the first time, you don't let them know where you work and live and stuff like that. So if you want to ghost them, cut ties, you could you could. Uh, there's no type of link in value with you and the person. That 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 mean like that's that 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 that's that first the what do you call it the vetting stage. Right, and you're going to always be in the vetting stage with, I I think, with somebody who's kind of like psychotic, because they're not they're not supposed to get to that second level. They're really not supposed to be in there. Yeah. So you don't have them have any type of uh, information on you that could potentially do damage. Oh, I got a I got a I got a comment here. Uh, and a link, Mint Press News. So I just want to call people's attention to this this link that was submitted by Chief's Baby Girl, um, Miranda. And Miranda says, honestly, if you're calling consulates and making an effort, I, I'm, this is probably not how you sound at all, Miranda, but I'm just going to you know emulate you by reading it. Honestly, if you're calling consulates and making an effort to change corruption in media and government, that is probably why the ban. They are, aren't going to wait until you get a big following because you're a bigger problem. I do hope that Elon can get the hidden info on Twitter in court and eventually buys it. It is as far more valuable a platform in its original form before political bans. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm done reading your quote. <laughs> I entertain myself in strange ways, Nita. I've been ta- I've been banned from Twitter. That's that's the whole reason for the room, by the way. I just wanted to get that t- over to you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. I wasn't paying too much attention. <laughs> okay. So I mean, it, it, did we discuss a, a good uh, a good operating working you know theory that you don't have to get too too deep. With, with a narcissist person you know you don't have to give them anything integral you just you just got to get through the moment kind of thing and um you grounded uh, you know yourself and you ground you try to be grounded in reality as much as possible so they yes. don't they can't tell you bullshit and uh telling you who you are and mm. um and um uh, uh, manip- manipulate you and you care what they think because, like, um, if a person tears you down and tells you, you know, this this thing didn't have to be caused between you, caused the dumb and the worthless, and you know, really, the, 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 the reason that they're giving for that isn't really the case, then you're not going to feel bad about yourself. Because, that is uh, excellent. You're thinking, you're getting your value, so, so it's, a, it's a trick for you to get your validation through that person and what they think of you. It's like negging. Oh my God, that's perfect. It's a a tactic what they think and tell you what your worth is uh, on whatever way way possible and whether they have to lie or, you know, it's 
It's kind of like a, a, a person cheering another person down in order to feel better about themselves because there's nothing positive about themselves to be being Okay. Okay. And then they might actually be actively devaluing you because they're trying to get something of value from Because they're insecure you. themselves and value them. So, so they're tearing you down to build self up because of the insecurity that they have within themselves. Right. They, and they and never doubt that they're, they're they may be on the take. Uh, you know, narcissists are very manipulative people, and they they get by taking from others and stepping on others because everything is about them and not you. You're just you're just a. They're kind of parasitic. You, you know, ever heard the song you. "Sweet Dreams Are Made of These"? Yeah. Who am I to disagree? Travel the world in seven seas. Everybody's looking for something. Some of them want to use you. Some of them want to be used by you. The abuser is seeking validation from the from the the person being abused is seeking validation from the abuser. Hmm. The abuser is filling themselves up, and uh, you know by tearing another person down. It's like a, it's like a it's like a relationship, a sick relationship. Yeah, and then there's a lot of people who who don't have necessarily the most um, naturally healthy orientation on things like they're not going to always jump up and defend themselves because you know maybe they're disoriented maybe other things are going on in their lives and 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 you know the somehow um you know whatever it is uh, let me explain um i'll make a simile or or kind of a, a a likely scenario so there's a fly in the house right so say a fly gets in the house right um Flies are, are have a lot of eyes, so they can see everything, but they're not very smart. And so, they they will fly around at, at infinitum. They'll they'll end up dying in your in your in your windowsill if they don't get out. So, but they're not they're just not smart. Um. So, what will happen, and what can happen, and what my my spouse showed me is that. When it lands on the counter and you dazzle it, like you you put your your hand far out in front of the fly, and 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 dazzle it with like light movement of your fingers, you can take a cup and capture the fly. Now that 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 one act of magicianship entertained me for weeks. In fact, it's it's entertaining me right now. Just just. Just imagine the, the sound of a cup like going over this this astonished fly. He's like, "Oh, oh, you caught me!" Uh, he went outside and probably survived because we did that. But uh, but it was it was hilarious because he he was dazzled, and I think that that um, people who are like narcissists are kind of you know they've got eyes all over the place. They want to see and and, and perceive everybody. There's a generalized like. You know, clamoring for attention to bring to themselves, um, but if you just distract them for a little bit and capture something, you know, with a distraction, you can kind of get them out of your world. So. Yeah, I see. I, I, I it, it, you know, if the flight acts fast, so you kind of have to anticipate ahead. So, so like when you hit, when you swing, you don't swing where. It is you kind of swing where you think it's going to be. So you got to play yeah, a little bit of chess. 
gotta yeah, so on the fly is fine. You swat, you swat like a, 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 a little, a bit ahead of it. So when it responds, you meet it right where it go. You know, you meet it. You get, you cut it, you cut it off, and you hit it. Right. Okay. I mean, if that's if that's your aim, if that's what you want to do. But if you need to fly for some reason, uh, and and you you need to maintain a a humane you know, ambassador type relationship with the fly. <laughs> the narcissist has become the fly. That's my fault. I did that. Um, yeah, that's this. That's kind of mean. But I get it's a good analogy. Maybe that's where the whole script came from for uh, the fly, where Jeff Goldblum, the narcissistic scientist, you know, just turns into this, you know, myopic visionary. Chunks of his humanity just start scaling off, and he becomes this huge insect. Okay, that's enough. Nimek, <laughs> thank you for stopping by. Um, do you want to promote the next oh. ha- Pangburn? Uh, no, it's fine. I, I, yeah, come, come, come by the ne- come by Pangburn, hang out, pass by Pangburn on Discord. Uh, thanks for having me. Stop by. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Nimek. Come back anytime. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're going to bop out of here. It's been about an hour. Um, I want to thank everyone for joining me here on the Unsanctioned Citizen podcast. At the moment, I am Twitter-sanctioned, but maybe not for long. We'll see how it goes with uh, with Elon Musk. You know, just get your popcorn ready. It'll it'll be a minute. So come back. I'll I'll be doing another uh, Unsanctioned Citizen podcast. I'll just kind of keep my... My roster open for right now. I'm trying to figure out what to read next, um, but I'm gonna go ahead and do this uh, the Substack promo, and then I'm gonna roll out. Hi, this is Sheila Dean with That AI Show and the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. We are running a July promotion to get as many Substack followers as humanly possible to subscribe at sheilamdean.substack.com. Please go to the website and hit subscribe uh, for a goal of 500 subscriptions. So far, so good. So that's Liberty in Many Directions, sheilamdean.substack.com. So what do you get? What's in it for you? You get podcast content aired specifically on Colin.com from that AI show, a Saturday show on AI subject matter with conversation and the unsanctioned citizen podcast archives, as well as specific writings from yours truly. So go ahead, uh, get on board and promote. If you like the stuff that you're hearing and perceiving and reading, go ahead and try to get at least three to five friends or a hundred friends if you want to uh, buy in and subscribe. This is the month to do it. Time is ticking. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast Archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio Podcasts, and Call-In. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMDean.com.